Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey guys, when we started this project, we were not sure how hard it would be to edit, record everything, and then eventually distribute. But then luckily, someone told us about Anchor. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Secondly, they have creation tools that will allow you to record and edit directly from your phone or your computer. They distribute your podcast for you. And the best thing is you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We're in the state of confusion. Questions on your mind. Send in Matisha and Brandy. Gonna help you unwind. We're hanging out together, even though we're long. We'll pass it on over. Sorry, we're stoned. Your dogs, that the door's so loud. They are on one right now. I mean, it is loud. I'm gonna have to put them outside. I think. I think so. It's. Do you hear them? Yes. Like, what do they think this is? I have got to go. It's eight p.m. Children, come outside. We're gonna do this. Come on. Come on. Everybody out. Let's go. Out. Jeez. Even Happy was in on it. Really? Oh my goodness. <laughs> cool. Okay, now these dogs are lit. Podcasting. <laughs> it is insane in here. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. What are you doing? Scrolling Insta. What are you doing? Smoking a J. Oh, what a shocker. Mm-hmm. Actually, I haven't smoked all day, and it is 6 p.m. Wow. Look at you. I know. I love explaining this podcast to people because the way I say it is, so I have this one podcast with Wells, blah, 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 and then this other podcast is called Sorry We're Stoned, and I do it with my mom because she's the biggest stoner I know, <laughs> and okay. people just lose it. So, I had the cute to stay earlier today. Uh First of all, I'm always uh, third wheeling with my friends, Dave and Sean, and this is so cute. So my friend Dave, Dave Downey, I've known him for years and years, and then his girlfriend, her name is Sean, and they have known each other literally for 30 years, but they've never dated. So it's so crazy because Dave and Sean both grew up here, like in the Valley, in LA, both, you know, have always lived here, which Mm -hmm. is kind of rare, I feel like. And he was a rock guy. He, once he grew up, uh, you know, and decided what he was going to do, he literally did rock radio. He ran the stations. And then he also worked at labels in the rock department. Her dad actually was in a band called Steppenwolf. If you guys will all know, born to be wild, that's her dad. Mm-hmm. And so they knew each other all because, you know, they were lucky enough to grow up and be able to be on Sunset Strip and the rock scene. And so they'd always known each other. And then she moved away and she's been married for 17 years, just got a divorce. And when she moved back, they started hanging out a little bit because she just, you know, had kind of lost touch with everyone. And then they started dating and they've been dating ever since. So it's so cool that they actually knew each other growing up but now they're actually dating now and that's it's so really cute. cool they're so cool and she is absolutely stunning and anyway i'm just so happy for them but 
actually now Dave is kind of the third wheel because Sean and I are like hanging all the time. And he was like, I miss my girlfriend. <laughs> I'm like too bad. Uh, but anyway, I love her so much because she is such an eighties rock girl. And, um, but anyway, we went over to Tahunga today. It's this little area, the Tahunga village. And I literally walked past this first door and this girl goes, Oh my gosh, I'm freaking out. I'm obsessed with sorry. We're stoned. And oh. she was so cute. She was like, you don't understand. You've got me through like a breakup, like just transition phase in my life. And you all guys are the reason, like I got motivated to start my new business and it's doing oh, so well. I well, first that. of all, it is jewelry, gold field and fine jewelry. And I'm, I don't know if I'm saying it right. I think I am Jenica Rowe. And she was so cute. I'm going to put this up and I got the cutest stuff from her. Really? Like, I am in love. Look at this amazing. So it's not solid gold, but look at this pretty oh, necklace. Oh, wow. I love that. hundred bucks. It's like gold plated. She said you can swim in it, do whatever. Really? She had the cutest things ever. And I got all all y'all a little change. She didn't have the B, so I'm picking it up next week. But look at the charms she has. So cute. And so anyway, she was adorable. And it made me... Just know that we are like kind of building this little community because she literally said we are the reason that she's gotten through so many things by us, you know, by listening to us each week. And it just like meant a lot. Well, and she's so, she was just awesome. so happy. I know. So I'm going to put this up and you guys have to go check out her stuff. That's very it's, cool. Because it's really, really good. Well, I needed to hear that because I am tired and I was dreading the podcast a little bit tonight. Uh, I'm tired too. I don't know why. I just like, I was tired today, but you know what? I'm excited to be talking to you guys. And just after meeting her, it's just like so much fun to know that we've gotten this little community of people that love the podcast. And, you know, it actually feels like what I wanted it to be, you know, and yeah. it's some place that people can go and talk about everything. And I don't know. It was just awesome. That's very cool. Well, I'm tired because I played in Cleveland on Friday night and this was my first time in Cleveland. And you know what? People really hate on that city. <laughs> and I've kind of loved it. Like, yeah. I, I think I went at the exact right time of year for the weather because they're on the water, right? They're like on the Great Lakes, one of them. So it was like warm, like 80 and sunny. And you have this nice breeze coming off the lake. And it was just beautiful out. And they have like a really cute food scene. We went to this restaurant called Town Hall. Huge fan. If you guys are in Cleveland, that's the spot to be. Great food, great vibe. Loved it so much. And then played at a bar called The Barley House. And it was a huge party. People really came out to party on Friday night in Cleveland. And, you know, I, I've always loved the Cavs. Go Cavs. Great city. I'm a big fan. Honestly, I don't think that I knew that Cleveland was on the water. I didn't really either. And it's cool because, you know, it's a big sports city, obviously, with the Cavs and the Browns. And I'm sure they have a baseball team. But the football arena is on the water. Like, it's so cool. So, like, from our hotel, you could look out and see the lake, and right on the edge is the Brown Stadium. So, when you go wow. to the football game, like, you're on the lake. It's very cool. So, when you're at the game, you can see the lake? Uh, probably depends on where you're sitting, but, like, you're on the water. That's like you're, crazy. Yeah. Pretty cool. And really cool. I know. I love that. Yeah, it was awesome. So I did think, honestly, I don't know if I've ever been to Cleveland. Yeah. See, I kept getting confused because I've been to Columbus a few times to when I was in a band. We played there a lot. And I think I've driven through Columbus for other things, but I had never been to Cleveland. And I don't know. I just like it, it was really good vibes. It's a very laid back city. Apparently, it's like really cheap to live there. Like you can get a house for like 150K, like a nice house. And that's just wow. like, wow, like if you don't really need to live in a big city, it seems like a really great place to live. I mean, I'm sure the winters are very cold up there on the lake like that, but very cold. But you know what? I actually think there's a lot of great places in Ohio. Like Cincinnati is on the smaller side, mm -hmm. but like it's really a really cool, fun city. And so 
was Columbus and Columbus is a college town, I think. Oh, that but, makes sense. Yeah. It's a college town, but like, it's a really, really fun city too. Like I just, you know, it's not that far Cincinnati or Columbus isn't far from Ashland where I grew up. Mm-hmm. And so we would drive a few hours and go to those cities to watch bands play and, you know, and and then they felt like such big cities compared to Ashland, but they're really not. But actually I really think there's a lot of really cool places in Ohio. Yeah. I was thinking, didn't you guys used to take us to a theme park in Ohio called Kings Island? Yep, sure did. Why did we go there all the time? Because that, again, from Ashland, Cincinnati is not far at all, like a couple hours. And Mm -hmm. Kings Island was the big amusement park that everyone would go to. Oh, my God. I I really have, like, vivid memories of us at Kings Island. We went to Kings Island a few times with you guys. I thought so. I was like, I feel like we did that often. And I feel like I remember the, the one big wooden roller coaster called The Beast. That I was way too scared to ride. So I always rode the little kid version (laughs) called the Beastie. (laughs) It was like the only roller coaster I would ride. I think that's the one I like to ride too. (laughs) I think it was the only one I ever rode. No, I I do remember that. And Mammy's was with us for some of those. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I actually have a video of Mammy riding in one of the cars with you and Molly and Brazen. That's so funny. I know. We got to find that. Love Kings Island. So much oh, fun. Man. Good times. Good times. But yeah. And, and now so, you're getting ready to leave for Cabo. That's the thing. So I did that Friday night and you know, it's another club. So I don't finish playing until 2 a.m. And then, you know, fly home the next day. There were horrible storms here in Tennessee yesterday. So my flight was super delayed. I didn't get home till really late at night. There's actually some really bad flooding, like a couple of counties over and people died. Like it, it was bad yesterday. I, you know what? I need to watch the news because I haven't in the last few days. And I've heard that it's like really been bad. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of, the photos I saw looked like a tornado maybe went through. So super sad. Like it's just so, the weather here can just be so crazy. But so I really haven't been home, but for one day and I am turning around and getting on a flight to Cabo at, my flight's at 9.30 in the morning. So it's an early morning and a long travel day, but I'm excited to get out of the rain. You know, it rains, it's raining here like every day for the rest of forever. So um, I'm excited. Is it still rain? It didn't rain today, but if you look at the forecast, it literally says rain every day. Like it's just that time of year. So how close was the flooding to Nashville? Do you know? It was much further Southwest. So Mm -hmm. a little bit closer to where I live, but like, I think like just a few counties over is where it was really bad. I know. Yeah. Sad. I have to look. I mean, honestly, you know, uh, this was kind of a tough week in general for me because it was a year ago that my mom passed away. And so, yeah, like I'm better today, but the last two days were not easy. And so I really like the news was just too much. All of it, COVID, Mm -hmm. Afghanistan, flooding. Like I was like, I just, I I can't watch this. And I was already like, so like just sad and kind of feeling a little depressed. So I was like, I should not be watching all of this. And so I kind of just didn't for the last few days. So I need to really go and watch it and see what's happening because I I did hear there were deaths and like it was really really like historic flooding yeah the damage looked pretty bad like I said it kind of to me looks like a tornado went through but I don't know if I think it was just flooding so dang I know I know so you know luckily we didn't get any of that here I always worry about all the animals when I'm gone and I hear the storms are really bad but everyone is safe and sound here which I'm super thankful about and yeah gotta get out here I gotta see some sunshine this week so because you know you know what what did you know August is almost over? <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's insane. I, I can't even think about it. Although I've got a lot of fun stuff coming up. So I'm getting ready to live my best life because the girls have so many festivals coming up. And Noah has like three shows and then Molly has like three festivals. And so I'm super stoked about those. Mm-hmm. Um, so at least this fall is going to have some fun things to look forward to because I'm not, usually not a big girl that loves the fall. But it's so weird. Our weather here in uh, California and L.A. area, it has been so cool for like today was a lot warmer. But the last two days, like it's actually been cool out. That's crazy because you always say August is the worst for the heat. September. Oh, you think September? September is always the worst. So we'll see this year because it is every year. September is brutal. Wow. Yeah, yeah, September so we'll September is when it usually starts getting nice here. Like it's still know, hot, but it just but like starts to feel a little better. October in Nashville is where it's at. Yeah, absolutely. 
So absolutely. Well, what you been watching? You know what? I'm going to start off with, we're going to get to paradise, okay. uh, but I've been watching a few things. Let's hear it. Cause I okay. need some recommendations. So, okay. So I'm going to start with one that's an older show that I never watched called killing Eve. Did you watch that? Never watched it. Heard great things though. Honestly, it's a little dark for me. Like it's okay. a little, there's a, there's a lot of killing, which Ooh. usually isn't my favorite. But the acting is so good. Really? That it is just incredible. And the story is so good. And Sandra O's in it, which you mm-hmm. can't, I mean, she's just amazing. And, yeah. but like the actress who actually plays an assassin, she is just so good because she brings humor to it in such a just really different way. And I don't know. It is just like, it is a really incredible show, mostly because the actors are actually just like, they're amazing in it. So I highly recommend that only if you can deal, like I have to like close my eyes and do all kinds of stuff during the brutal (laughs) things, but it really is a great show. And then I just started watching non-perfect strangers. Me too. How many episodes have you watched? You know what? I've watched two and I okay, went, same. I started the third one, but I was distracted. Like we were all talking and, it, and honestly, I got a little too stoned. <laughs> so uh, I need to go back and rewatch that one. But here's the thing. First of all, I love Nicole Kidman. Love. She is so good. Now I'm not sure about this wig she's wearing. And I'm not quite sure about the, the Russian accent. It's a little, it's a lot, but the it's, wig, yeah. like, listen, you can get, amazing wigs like wigs or even just a weave like me but I've heard she tends to wear wigs because she doesn't want to damage her own hair I don't know if that's true and I don't blame her at all but that wig is just not a good wig yeah it's not the best it's weird up here but she looks great I love her she's such a she's just so good and I love the idea of this I love you told me earlier today that you don't really know what the show's about (laughs) well where is this going because why does she only have a week to live Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it says it in the beginning. She gets something that says you only have a week left on this earth. Oh, how did I miss that? That's why I'm confused. That doesn't make any sense because they're there for 10 days. It's a 10-day retreat. I don't know. All right, stoners, y'all know I got a lot from Tizzle here in the DNA department. Well, that includes thinning hair. Thank you so much, Mother. Uh, I know. I've literally dealt with thin hair my entire life. And one of the biggest things that I noticed is once I started having kids, Mm. there was so much shedding of hair. It made me absolutely crazy. So when I heard about Nutrafol, I was so excited. Totally. So if you guys aren't familiar, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. I have personally been taking Nutrafol for years now. I'm a big, big fan of it. And I think it's so important to address the root causes with the supplement so that you're really targeting, you know, the cause that's in like within instead of treating it purely from the outside with hair products. And for us older ladies, one of the biggest causes of thinning is menopause. Their supplements support healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning, including stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism as they evolve through a woman's life. Yep. They have a few different supplement options. So if you're not sure which one's right for you, you can take their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code STONED. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code stoned. That's Nutrafol.com promo code stoned. Okay, well, here's what I got so far. And I'm, you're, you're not wrong. It's, it's a very confusing show, but I kind of like that about it, that I don't really know what's going on. But the, here's the premise, guys. If you don't know what we're talking about, this was a book 
and they turned it into a show. And basically these nine strangers, right? Like nine people who have never met before go and they go to this retreat. It's like this therapy retreat you go to for 10 days. They take your phone, right? Like all these people are going through some kind of trauma or something and going to find like peace and healing and whatever. So basically you they show up and everyone's like doesn't want to give their phone up and everyone's a complete batshit crazy train wreck and all this stuff. And then you get like you get like an episode in and you start to find out that it's not really what they thought it was. And Nicole Kidman is the one running this whole show. And what I just saw in episode two, basically, she was saying I died and came back to life. Right. Like she's saying I got shot. Yes. This other guy that's working there saved her, brought her back to life. And now, like, she's found purpose in helping people or whatever is how she sells it to the people that are there, the guests. But then, like, when she's on her own, like, talking to her her two employees, you, you can tell, like, it's not what it's all cracked up to be and, like, something crazy is going on. I think she's going to drink their blood or something. Something weird. And I will say, yeah, the wig sucks, but it does give her, like, an ethereal look that I feel like isn't it's like not totally. quite human. And I think that she I think that's part of the character. I think so too. I just wish the part I and know. that top part was just because they make them that looks like real hair. Mm-hmm. Like you can't even tell. That was my only thing. It was just a little distracting for me. But yeah. yes, I think she is supposed to look like that. And there's because they're taking their blood and doing all these things. They are she's only that. got like a week to live. There's something there. Something weird. Melissa McCarthy is in this. I'm obsessed with her character. In it's this. so funny because I don't think I've really ever seen her play such a quote unquote like normal character. No, and it's never. so she's so funny. But like with she's not trying very hard to be funny, like normal. Not, at all. And not that, to sound like that's bad. But like usually she's a very over the top comedian type character. Right. And so now you're seeing her in this like very average normal person role. And she's really good. I like her a lot. She's one of my favorites. But you know who freaking kills me is the guy that stops the car in the very beginning when she's on the cliff screaming her head off. Like the the dude. He kills me. I think he's so funny. He is hilarious. Wait, are you talking about the dad? No, not the dad. No. um, Oh, the the hot that? Is that Michael Shannon? Michael Shannon, is yes. that that guy's name? Not yes. Michael Shannon. The guy with the fish hat, fisherman's hat that you're, like, he says he's been a bachelor his whole life in the beginning, yes. and then in episode two, he find, you find out he's divorced or something. Yeah. He cracks me up. Oh, it is so good. Uh-huh. And he's the one who flips out when they take his bags, right? I think so. Yeah. Because he's got medicine in there, like, or something. Well, he calls it medicine. It's basically, like, hydrocodone and, yeah. and vodka. Yeah, yeah, vodka. Yeah, he flips yeah. about the vodka. But it's an interesting show because it's obviously like a very serious topic, right? Like all these people are dealing with like some very deep issues, but it's also like a bit of a comedy. Yeah. But then it's also got this like this like thriller element to it. It's it's really good. It makes me want to read the book really before I watch the show, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to finish the show. <laughs> yeah. Is how many episodes are out all of them? No, I think I think that comes out weekly. Oh, so, so there's three out and I then think it'll there's come out. Yeah, I think so. Got it. Hate when they do that. Me too. I just want to binge. Me too. Cause I would that's what I would love to do tonight. But at least I'm watching Killing Eve and I have something to watch. But you know what? Let's get into some paradise. So, okay. So you know, by the time this podcast comes out, episode two will have aired. So we may sound like we're a little behind here, but I do think we could unpack episode one. And I would love to hear Tizzle's thoughts on on these people because you haven't watched all these seasons, have you? Okay, I have never seen Bachelor in Paradise ever. Yeah, but so so because of COVID, because yes. we didn't have Paradise last year, they're pulling from way more seasons than normal yes. for like the majority of the cast. So it's funny, like I'm even having a hard time remembering who was on what season because they're, I mean, we're pulling from Peter Weber's season. Yeah, so there's there's like probably like five people I don't know. Yeah, but the rest so I do. Funny. Okay. And okay. So first of all, why David Spade? I don't know. I didn't understand at all. I don't get it. Okay. But that's fine. Okay. <laughs> I, I was thinking that we need to have 50, like, okay, probably like 45 and up bachelor and bachelorette, like second. That'd time be good. Around. I think it would. And are I there enough the, hot I people be that age though? I think that there are. And there's probably not that many, but yes. Enough for and a show. <laughs> we need to find it. Yeah, we need to find it. So 
I, I mean, honestly, I think it would be huge. And so, I you know, want... you know, they're doing it. They're doing the bachelor basically for seniors. What do you mean? Like 65 and over or something crazy. That's going to be a thing. I think so. Cause I always hear the commercials that, that they're casting seniors for their other show. <laughs> I want to be the host. <laughs> Call Mike Fleiss. Make it happen. That would be so fun. Hilarious. Okay. Well, yeah. Anyway. Hey, I'm just putting that out there. I, I I think I would be great at it because I give great relationship advice. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So as uh, so David Spade, we could leave it. We could not have that. That would be great. It's just pointless. It's I, just, yeah, okay. Yeah. First of all, I literally screamed out loud when I saw Serena P. Why? She's my favorite. Oh, because you, well, she's everyone's favorite. Is she? All these guys are like, who are you here for? Serena P, Serena P, Serena P. It's like Did all you hear. all say that? Yes. Um, well, I don't remember that. Absolutely. Okay. The, that's the whole reason Joe went off the deep end right away. Uh, okay. He, he needs to calm. What, why is he so emotional? These emotional- I don't know, but I think he listens to this podcast sometimes. So maybe just like, don't say anything too okay. terrible. Okay. But Joe, you are so cute and you've got your total package. Like you do not need to be showing your cards. You just have to, but anyway, well, well, here's the thing. Seems like Serena's obsessed with him. Until he says how old he is. No, then they make out after that. Yeah, but she was freaked about it. And I want to be like, honey, trust me, you want the older man. Trust. Oh, absolutely. But here's the thing. Even after that, I saw the commercials where she's bawling because his ex shows up and she's so upset. All right, so she's loving Joe. We love that. She's truly loving Joe, which I actually think is amazing. And then mm-hmm. my other favorite, Ivan. Love Ivan. Who he he likes Serena P. No, and you know who we ended up kissing? I wrote it down somewhere. Oh, who was Ivan kissing? Um, somebody really cute. Was it Jasenia? Maybe. But in the very beginning, when they when there's like only three or four guys down there on the beach, they're asking each other who they have their eye on. Yeah. And Joe says Serena. And then Ivan says, oh, that's funny. I also have my eye on Serena P. And that's why Joe gets so like squirrely. Okay. Well, he starts making out with someone, Ivan. And I love Ivan. they seem kind of like in. They seem okay. really good. All right. So I was loving that. And then when freaking the queen... Victoria shows up. Yeah. It's insane. And now she's, she's insane. the goddess, the beach goddess. I think she looks great blonde. I'll give her that. She looks amazing. T- definitely a glow up. Absolutely. I thought she looked so awesome. Mm-hmm. But um, who was it? Who was kissing Mari? Because I love Mari. Oh, was it um the naked guy? Yes. Yeah. Yes, Kenny. Naked guy. Kenny, yeah, 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 yeah. Which, by the way, I'm sorry, there's no way his dick was hanging out on the beach. That's like a sexual harassment suit waiting to be filed. You think? Absolutely. I think they made him have like a sock on it or something. Thank goodness. I would not want to be looking at that thing anyway. It's hilarious. Ew. Ew. I love Mari. I think she is so cute. Do you? Oh, I'm obsessed with Mari. I love her. She's never really been my favorite, but I mean, she's a pretty girl. I think she's a pageant queen or something. Love her so much. And then I cannot believe Connor is back. The cat guy. I I know. Okay. But he's all in with Marissa. I know they're getting it. They are really getting it, which is so cute. And how great Abigail and Noah. Well, I don't like Noah. Do you? I didn't. But you know what? If Abigail likes him... I love her, and I think they'll be so cute together. I don't think that's lasting. I think that's cute for a second. She wanted to go on a date. She got to go on a date. Picks Noah. I guarantee you that's not going to last. She's Something better is going to come around for her, and I think she's going to switch up. No. That's my theory. I have no idea, but it's my theory. I guess these people that have hooked up the first date aren't going to all stay together. There's no way. It's very it's, rare. They're so cute. I know. Okay, y'all. You know what gives me the ick? deodorant because I just think it's so bad for us. Like there's just so many deodorants out there that have like ingredients in them that are just said to be really bad for us. And so deodorant has given me the ick. However, 
I need to wear it, especially in the summertime when I'm riding my horses. So I have recently discovered Lumi. If you guys aren't familiar, Lumi is a whole body deodorant that was created by an OBGYN who saw how normal BO was misdiagnosed and mistreated. So Lumi was created. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Plus, it's baking soda free and paraben free. My favorite part about Lumi is it's a one-stop shop. Like for traveling, which we do so much of, or whether it's you have to go to gym in the morning and then to work, it's just so easy to bring one product that works from head to toe. Totally. You can also choose from a variety of fresh, bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, which is my personal favorite, or toasted coconut. They also have products like body wash and deodorant wipes that are clutch when you're traveling and perfect for on the go. The Lumi Starter Pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, which could be the mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. Uh, Tizzle, you want to tell them what special offer we have for the stoners? As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off of a Lumi starter pack with code STONED at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code STONED. Well, anyway, I just don't know. I just loved it. I have never seen Paradise. I cannot wait for see the episode two. I'm so excited. I'm all in. Well, and it's great that you're saying that because every a lot of the reviews have been that the first episode was very sleepy. Oh, maybe everyone, it's because I've never seen it before. Yeah, but it definitely Paradise definitely gets better as it goes because you know what they're going to do is start bringing in new people every single week, and those people are going to hit on girls that are in relationships or guys that are already in relationships, and then it's going to start drama, and there's going to be love triangles, and it's just going to be a whole thing. That's mean. <laughs> That's the show. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And you know David Spade's only the host for like two episodes and then they bring in like little John and then they bring in somebody else and then somebody else and like Wells is the one who will be doing like rose ceremonies and stuff like that. Which I love. Mm-hmm. Love, love Wells. Wells on it. He's so good. Yeah. I mean, anyway, it was so fun. Such a fun watch and I can't wait. Till I watch the second episode, but I'm all in. I'm all mm-hmm. in. Yeah, same. I feel like was I, I feel like there was one other thing. Oh, Outer Banks. I haven't started the second season. All right. I'm a few episodes in. It's pretty good. Is it? I mean, yeah. If you liked season one, it's kind of just more of the same. It was fun. It was like it's it's fun. Yeah, I agree. It's funny. A lot of people really love it. Huh. Yeah, I mean it's it's fun. Right. Well, should we do right. some DRMTs? Oh, we got some DRMTs. Yeah. Okay, this is a good question. Hey, this is Diana. Um, I just had a quick question. Since you both uh, love dogs and have dogs or have had dogs, I was just wondering how do you best keep on top of dog hair? So I always feel like I'm running our Roomba and swiffering and dusting and wiping things down, lint rolling and washing and just always trying to stay on top of it. I was just wondering if you had any of your own tips and tricks for keeping on top of it. Thank you. Love the podcast. I suggest this to everyone is that Bissell pet hair eraser, the really small one. I am obsessed with that thing. You know why? It is so lightweight because it's so small and the cord, it's pretty long and it just really has been the best thing I have ever, ever, ever used for pet hair. It is so good. And actually it's so great to like clean your car with, and it's just so lightweight and easy to empty that it is truly a game changer when it's come to dog care for me. Wow. Yeah. I should just go steal yours and try it. I really haven't ever used it. I love it. I'm not sure like the uh, last time I poured it out, the filter came out and I'm not sure I've installed it back. Right. So if it doesn't work correctly, (laughs) that could be the reason why. Got you. Okay. That give Man, her a girl because it's amazing. I wish I had some better tips because I feel like the dog hair is constantly out of control for me. Um, have you ever had a Roomba, Mom? I've never had one. No, I never have either. Maybe I do. You know what? The thing about it is for me is my dogs that I have now don't shed Just at don't all. shed, yeah. Yeah. Well, mine do. Uh, you know what? I've never had a Roomba, but people swear by them. Really? I do feel like maybe that would be a good Christmas gift for me, you know? Just putting it out there. Um, Actually, but I do think it'd be great for you. Yeah, I feel like it because I, I I do think it would be good. I have a lot of hardwood or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, because, yeah, the astro hair gets bad at certain times of the year for sure. Happy's hair is the worst. Um, 
But I, I mean, I have like lint rollers everywhere. Cause I feel like for me, the biggest thing is getting in on my clothes. Like when I'm yeah. trying to leave the house, like I, I really have stopped wearing black almost completely <laughs> because I keep every time I leave the house in black sweatpants or something, Astra's hair is just everywhere. So I've got a lint roller under the kitchen sink. I've got one by the coffee pot. I've got one by the back door. I've got one in my closet and I've even got one in my car. <laughs> Do we need to make onesies for dogs with a little pee-pee poo-poo hole so that they can't shed on our phone? Astra would never keep a onesie on. Seems like a great idea. They do make onesies for dogs already, by the way. Oh. Give that a quick Amazon search. No, there's a bunch that pop up. I mean, that seems like a great solution. I don't think. Maybe not. I don't think so. I'm trying to think if I have any. I mean, I'm horrible at this, absolutely horrible, but truly the more you brush your dogs, the the better the hair situation is. Like if I would just take two minutes every day to brush Astra, her hair probably wouldn't be bad at all. It really wouldn't, especially if you do that one, you know, the Furminator. Furminator. I love the Furminator. Honestly, mate was the shedder. And when I would do that, it literally was a game changer. Yeah. But I mean, you'd have to, I, when I, when I do brush her, it's rare, but when I do, I have to take her out in the yard and do oh, it out yeah. there because you, I literally, so much hair comes off with the Furminator. You could have a whole nother dog with it. Like a whole nother well, I was going to say, and she probably is like even skinnier. I know. Yeah. When she sheds, she does look tiny. Tiny. It's funny. But yeah, I'm brush the dog. That definitely helps. I don't know. I think get a Roomba. I really have heard great things. Like if that's, and she said she has one. Oh, she did say she has yeah. one. Yeah. So, yeah, let me know how that is because I feel like I could use that for sure. But I'm telling you, Bissell Pet Hair Eraser is killer. We'll post a link to that. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, we got a high design question. Can't wait. Hey, Christian Brandy. My name's Maddie, and I actually was featured on the pod like a few months ago, maybe. I had asked a question about, like, wearing white joggers, and my whole family and friends were so happy and thought it was so great of you guys to answer in your podcast. And since then, like, my mom's been listening to Sorry We're Stoned, and it's just been a great time. So thanks for that. But my question this time around is I just got my first, like, real big girl job starting my career, and I am going to be starting out remote still, even though, like, things have opened up with COVID. I'll still be remote, and I need a desk for my room. And I'm looking for a desk that's, like, 30 inches wide and a little more flexible with the height, but I have kind of a small space, and I really want, like, a cute, like, more, like, unique desk. I don't really want to just, like, go to Ikea, but I know that's a good option, and I was also looking at Z Gallery, but that shit is expensive. So I guess I'm just wondering if you have any tips for how to maybe amp up your, like, IKEA furniture a little bit or how to give it a little more pizzazz because I feel like that would be more of my personality. Okay, I love you guys. Love the pod. I'm not stoned because I have to get drug tested for my job, but I wish I was. Okay, Bye. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, first of all, that is ridiculous that they are still testing people for marijuana at work. This is insane. And so are they testing to see if people drink as well? So I don't understand. But anyway, first of all, I just saw somebody post and I don't even know what account it was. And it was showing all this house that they were redoing all the rooms in the house. And they use a lot of IKEA furniture. But then it was the way they styled it. Like Mm -hmm. when you, that just made all the difference. And I do think there are so many cool Ikea hacks. And if you go on Pinterest and put in Ikea hacks, a gazillion hacks will come up for like desks and dressers and just everything they sell. There are definitely hacks for it. The other thing is, is I actually, I bought a desk that, that I was actually going to use for the podcast. And I haven't set up the room yet, but I got it at the top of it at a vintage store. And it it actually is probably a little bit longer than 30, but it was a pretty small, like vintage top. And then I just bought a different base for it. And I I think that's really cool too. I think that you can go and find a lot of desks and really cool things in vintage stores and you don't have to pay a lot for them. And, you know, even if you do only find the top. Like, it's pretty easy to go find a base for, you know, any type of a vintage top that you would find. 
Um, and you know, like that's why I like vintage furniture is because it is so much more unique, but if you can't find something, I do think Ikea hacks make such a difference in their furniture. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, the other two brands we talk about a lot for more affordable furniture and, and these two, these two places also sell like furniture for smaller spaces Mm -hmm. article. Yeah, um, I've never looked for a desk specifically on there, but I'm, I would think they have them and I would think that the price is decent. Uh-huh. Um, and I love the article furniture that I have. And then the other one is Apartment 2B yep. is the name of the brand. And I furnished my entire Denver apartment with furniture from there. And they did have some really cute desks. You, your desk that you got from there was so cute. Yeah, it was really cute. Very small. Fit my studio apartment great. It was like a mid-century modern vibe. I loved it. So I would check those two places if vintage shopping sounds overwhelming. But I think any of those are a good option. Yeah, me too. Or even Etsy. Yeah, Etsy for sure. Yeah. Etsy, the only thing about Etsy is shipping. like shipping and return policies. Like yes. Pretty much that's, that's the one thing too is like shipping is usually a lot with somewhere like Etsy or Cherish or any of those. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, love the podcast. I am currently stoned because I got an A in my chemistry class. Woohoo! Anyway, um, I love the baby bear updates. Keep them coming, please. Um, my two older sisters both have babies and I am obsessed with babies and I just I love to hear about it. And I agree about the summer how how it kind of freaking sucks. I go to Auburn in Auburn, Alabama, and it's just way too freaking hot and bright and mosquitoes and just everything. It just, it's it's not what it's all cracked up to be. So that's really not fun. And my whole question for that, yeah, you can really tell I'm stoned. Sorry, guys. Ha ha. Um, But my question, Tish, you were talking about how you're like really passionate about things you love and passionate about things like you don't love. And I was wondering if y'all knew what the Enneagram was or what your Enneagram type was, because, like, I, I relate to that. Like, I'm really passionate about things, whether I hate it or love it. And I'm a type 8, and I just, I don't know, that just pops into my mind. So, holy shit, this is really long. Sorry, guys. I ramble when I'm stoned, but love the podcast. Love y'all. Love tuning in all the time. I want, I listen to the, okay, I'm going to fucking end it. Sorry. But I <laughs> Okay, you know what? I'll she for some reason she her voice reminds me of Brittany Kelly's. Oh, I could see that a little bit. Yeah, for it's sure. So funny. Like, she Do is you? Hilarious. I know. I made you take the Enneagram test once, didn't I? Yes, I need to retake it because I cannot remember my numbers. I know. I I want to say. Were you a nine and a six or something? Um, I I am a nine, uh-huh. but I wing a very hard eight. Oh. Like, I feel like I could retake the test this year, and I feel like I would I would be very on the cusp of nine and eight these days. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'm going to do that when we get off the off this podcast, yeah. because I, I want to see, because I just saw a book on it again, mm-hmm. um, so I really want to take that test again. It really is interesting. I want to say you were either a five, six, or seven, because those are the three that I'm actually the least familiar with. And I remember when you took it, I when you told me your number, I was like, oh, I need, I need to look that one up because I just don't know as many people with that number. Do you get multiple numbers? So you usually have a dominant number and then a wing number. And your wing Why do is I t- feel like two, six, and nine ring a bell? You're definitely not a two. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. I'm going to um, need to retake. I would think a six if any of those, but usually I, th- I mean, from what I've read, your wing is typically on either side of your number. Like if you're a six, your wing is either five or seven, probably your, um, wing? your wing number. Yeah. So like um, my wing is eight. I'm a nine oh. with an eight wing. It's pretty fascinating. I mean, the Enneagram is so complex. It's like, it's interesting because it's so simple, right? It's only nine numbers, but it's so complex. Like there's so like, yeah, you find out your number, but then if you want to go deeper, you find out your wings and then you find out like there's so many layers to it that make it more complex. If you want to go there and learn more about it, it's pretty fascinating. I can post some book recommendations for anybody that's interested in the Enneagram because I've read a couple that I loved a lot and were super helpful. And like my friend Kirsten borrowed them and read them too. Kirsten's a two. She's very much a two, like always doing things for people, like wants to be like that the tag for it is the helper, right? Like they're always the ones like doing things for people and helping people and Mm -hmm. want to stay out of the spotlight, like that kind of thing. That's a two. I can't remember. Let me look up what the six is called. Maybe that'll ring a bell for you. Let's see. Enneagram numbers. Six is, oh yeah, I think this was you, the guardian. What's some of the other ones The number one trait is loyal. 
That's probably me. What else is there? Um, uh, but see, this one for you too. Okay, so one is the perfectionist. Uh-huh. I don't know anybody that's a one. Two, this 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 thing I'm looking at says it's called the advisor, but I've mm-hmm. I've seen the helper more often. Three is the achiever. Mm-hmm. So usually three is somebody that's like a performer, an entertainer, mm-hmm. like Caitlin Bristow's a three. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of three, just a ton of threes. A four is the individualist. They're mm-hmm. usually uh, Ben Higgins is a four. Olivia mm-hmm. Creedy is a four. Mm-hmm. A five is the thinker. Mm-hmm. which I could maybe see that being your wing actually. And then six is the guardian loyal mm-hmm. was that was the tag there. Seven, the optimist mm-hmm. eight, the challenger mm-hmm. and nine, the mediator. I got to take it. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. It's pretty fascinating. Uh-huh. Huh. Very interesting. You're very interesting. Ooh, we need to have everybody do this and then we can talk about it and have people ask questions. That well, I would love really fun. If, if the stoners are interested in this topic, I'm all I'm, I love talking about the Enneagram and I would love to get some guests on that are like that, like know about this, like that are maybe trained in it or have studied it. Like I would love to know more about it and get some get some special guests on here. Let's absolutely do that because I'm super interested in that, too. Yeah. So if you guys don't even know what this is, it's, it's, I hate to call it a personality test because it really isn't. It's, a, it's just deeper than that, but it, it is a type of personality test. You take mm-hmm. it a quick, you take a quick 20 minute test, answer some questions. It'll tell you your number. I'll post the link to the test that I've taken that I've been recommended is to be the best one. We'll post the link on our Instagram this week. So if you're interested in it, you can take the test. And if you guys are loving it, like holler at us in the Facebook group, DM us on Instagram, let us know if you want to hear more about it. And we'll try to get some special guests on talk about it more yay i'm excited about this project in the meantime tizzle i'm gonna need you to retake your test i'm gonna do it right now as soon as we're off here so i'm prepared for next week okay i cannot wait all right looks like we have a couple of questions actually uh in the facebook group this week awesome Love that. Here's question number one. It's from Amanda. Amanda and her husband are taking a trip to Vegas, and it's been years since they've flown anywhere. They're worried they're out of practice. What are your best travel and packing tips, and are there any places they have to see in Vegas? Okay, so my packing tip is do not overpack. I do Mm -hmm. it every time, every single solitary time, and I am such a kind of jeans and t-shirt girl and I'll take all these clothes that I never put on and it's so silly and so that is my biggest thing is I am such an overpacker and that is my goal and I am not doing that anymore so also because I just feel like if you have a pair of jeans and a couple cute little tank tops I mean that you can swap in and out like, mm-hmm. it's just so, like, I would love to not check a bag. I hate checking bags. Well, that was going to be crazy. my pro tip is don't check a bag. Yes. It's just an amateur move, especially if it's just like a weekend or something. Yes. I was actually just talking to a friend about this. Um, I never check a bag. And the nice thing about only taking the carry on is that it forces you to pack less, right? It forces yes. you to not overpack. So for me, I usually do like one jacket. You know, I do like two pairs of shoes, one that I wear on the plane and the other one in the suitcase. I have all my toiletries, you know, travel size. I travel so much that I just have, like, I bought a ton of those uh, clear plastic bottles off Amazon or something. We can post a link. And I just, I poured all my regular size products into those and and put and use my label maker to like label them all. So I can still take all of my favorite products that I use every day, but they're just, they're three fluid ounces or less so that I can take it in my carry on. I oh, have you yeah, yeah, I do. And you know what? I freaking cruise through the airport, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I have TSA pre-check. And I, I know some people are probably like, that's so unnecessary, whatever. It's like 40 bucks, okay? And it lasts for like- five years or something. five years. Like, I'm telling you, it is worth it. I don't care if you only travel two or three times a year. It's worth the TSA pre-check. You don't take your laptop out. You don't take your shoes off. You don't take your liquids out. You go through okay, a but here, line. But here's what I will say. Sometimes now the TSA lines are longer than the regular lines. What you need to get, and it's all, oh, but it's only in some airports. Clear. Is when, there is now a line for clear and TSA. If you have them both, I there's know. a line for people that have them both. I know. And this. you talk about cruising through. Cruising through. I mean, you are cruising through. It's so true. So it's, if you travel a lot, that yes. is definitely the play. Clear isn't cheap. So, and it's not like she said, not in every airport. So, 
if you really don't travel often, clear is probably unnecessary. Yeah. But I think, listen, even if I have to wait a little bit longer, uh, it's worth it to me to not take all my freaking crap it's out true. of my bag and security, like yeah. my shoes and stuff. Like, that's just a nightmare. So highly recommend of that. Of course. My, I told you all my flights have been nuts. And literally the last time I flew, I thought, oh, I'm cruising through all this stuff. And then I was one of those uh randomly selected it was insane i was just like this is so crazy but yeah but what about vegas i don't that's what she i was just getting to um vegas girl so i don't really know i'm not really either i would say go see a show or two like when we saw britney in vegas that was so fun everything you know who just started a show there is usher I see I, that was my childhood was Usher. Like I would live to see that show. So, and there's somebody else there right now. I feel like. Is Shania is, there or no? Shania was there. I've seen that show. It's that amazing. That would be so fun. I don't think she's there anymore. I think Katy Perry's doing a Vegas show this year. Oh, and I think, cute. I think Bieber might be too. I don't know. Oh. Just there's always shows going on. Definitely go see a show. It's super fun. I mean, the food scene in Vegas is incredible. I mean, I, I, I mean, off the top of my head, I can't yeah. really tell you where to go, but just like, it's hard to go wrong, really. And you know what I would do if I was there is go see a magic show. Oh, yeah. You I love, magic. love magic. Totally. So, and by the way, my computer's going to die soon. So let's wrap her up. Yeah. You know, I got to start packing. So we can end the DRMT segment there. But real quick before we go, do you have any baked goods that you want to throw up or you want to wait till next week? I think let's wait till next week because I really haven't really been doing a lot of shopping this week. It's okay. like... You know what I did get on my on Amazon is some stuff for my workouts that my oh. trainer has had me get some resistance bands and a stability ball in a size medium she likes. Okay. So those are some of the things that I got that we can put up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't have a lot of baked goods this week. Okay. All right. That's all right. But I am going to put up the link to our one of our uh, stoner girl community, oh, yeah. her, you know, part her of neck, the, com- her the stoner community. So I want to put up her jewelry and we took a selfie. And so she's cute. so cute. And then I have to put up a picture of my gorgeous friend, Sean, that we talked about. And also Sean is a dog trainer. So we could also have Sean on an, another time and uh, talk to her and people could write in and ask questions about their dogs and Love training that. tips and things like that. So anyway, it's that been so great. much fun and I'm going to go take the Enneagram test. You do that, Tuts. We'll post that link for you guys. And uh, yeah, super excited about that. It's nine o'clock. So in 12 hours, I'll be on a plane. So I'm going to go pack. I'm going to take those packing tips I just gave to everyone else and and do them on my own. And next week, guys, I'll uh, I'll be coming at you after a week in Cabo. Can't wait. Ugh, lucky. I know. Okay. Well, have fun. I'm jealous. And we will talk to y'all next week. Love you, stoners. Bye, stoners. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.